0: Recording from Title I Studio in Sandy, Utah, you're listening to Stunning. Hello, I'm your host, Steph Scholl, and for all you lovers of HGTV, you've probably been sitting there watching an episode as they're flipping these houses and it looks so cool and it's so exciting, but if you're anything like me, I wonder where do I even start if I want to flip a house? Well, this episode has you covered because in the studio, we have a powerhouse couple, Angie Poig and Jason Fung. And they're here to tell us all about their journey with flipping. So to start, Angie, your first investment property, it was a little rocky. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: When I uh, was an agent, I was about two years in in the industry. I've been in the industry for five years. I had a friend say, hey, I had a great client for you, obviously a new agent. I was so excited, and I said, okay, send me over his information. He, she said, this is an investor. You can help him out. And I said, perfect, let's do that. I got in touch with the client, and they said, I'm looking to buy a property and it's gonna be cash. I'm looking for distressed property, ugly house, blah, blah, blah. And I said, Okay, yeah, sure, let me look in the MLS. I got into the MLS, I found a property, and I ran the numbers the way that I thought that were run correctly. I sent them over to my client, sent them over to his harmony lender, and the harmony lender called me. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, so who did the numbers and I said <laughs> that's how you learn exactly <laughs> and then I said I did and he's okay so I'm gonna take some time and teach you how to run actual numbers for a flip and that was a little bit embarrassing and smack in the face I think also because in the conversation I told him that I wanted to learn I wanted to learn what the investment side was because at that time I was servicing normal buyers and sellers and I was pregnant and I wanted to find a way to be able to have more time with my baby once the baby came. Mm-hmm. So he sat with me. He taught me how to pull the numbers. He gave me some calculator and then that's how I got it going. I put the client on their contract and... We went through the whole thing, and at the end, the day of closing, we didn't close. <laughs> it just fell apart. It fell apart, and it was because one of its partners decided to pull back at right at the end. And it was extremely stressful communicating with everybody, hard money lender, private lenders. And honestly, this taught me so much because not everybody knows all of the pieces that you have to move when buying a property. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't close. He was sad. And I learned my lesson. And I said, never again. No <laughs> investors, never.
0: <laughs> it's, okay, so you, you swore them off. But then what happened? Let's just fast forward a couple years later, a year later. Once again,
1: I was in a team. I was Running back and forth from Ogden to Provo, from North Ogden to Payson, and I was already I already had my baby, and I wanted to spend time with her. And then I had another friend reach out to me, a lender friend, said, "Hey, I have a friend that is looking to buy a house, and she's an investor." In the back of my mind, the whole situation that happened the first time. Just started playing, and then I was like, Oh, no, I can't do this, it's <laughs> not gonna happen. And then she said, like, No, you'll be great, she's great. So I texted her, we got on the phone, she told me what she was looking for. At this moment, I already knew exactly what to look for. Mm-hmm. So I sent her a couple properties, we went to look at them, she picked out one, and um, we submitted an offer, we went under
0: contract. And we closed. So was that like PTSD where you're like, is this gonna close? Yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I was like texting almost every day.
1: How are you guys doing? What's the hard money? And the inter- interesting thing is the same hard money lender that I was gonna close my first transaction with my first investment client was actually the hard money lender in this really? property. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he That's knew crazy. who I
0: was. So then you had this experience. Yes. So This last year, you and Jason, you guys have... How many properties do you guys have? Five? Five properties?
2: Five properties. Five properties. Yes. Five properties? This year, and we're picking up another one.
0: Okay, so tell us how you went from that experience where you had your first investment property close to now you guys have five properties in a year. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, so it's been a lot of work, but... I think where my second investor was very knowledgeable and I was helping her buy and sell properties then I started walking into the process of what do I need to do in order to to do this mm-hmm. too because yes it can there's a lot of different pieces but she allowed me to help her with her subcontractors and then I started walking into the properties demolition inspections doing like it from start to finish and then I said this is something that I would like to do I love helping my clients but I think this is what now I want to create this ugly house into something gorgeous and Mm -hmm. beautiful for someone else yeah and then I just talked to Jason I said hey what do you think should we on the on it,
0: and he said yes. <laughs> you guys are engaged. Yes. So how has it been? Did you work together before this? No. no. Okay. So how has it been to be you guys are now Chip and Joanna Gaines <laughs> out there flipping these houses? How has that been?
2: good it's good and stressful sometimes. yeah right. there's like those up and downs there's those fun times and there's those days that you just want to pull your hair out <laughs> and you know, like, those days that you just want to hide in the closet it's, yeah don't want to come out
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's been a learning lesson because now is we went from not working together to spending every single day and time together trying to figure it out the houses but we created a way that it works perfect for us so we divide the task i'll make sure demolition is done on time in drywall in texture and all of that and then he takes over with flooring paint cabinets and then just, that's just how we do it. We do design the properties together. Just like he says, sometimes we pull hairs.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Trying to figure out who's going to, what would look best and what would a buyer want. And throughout my years now, being an agent, working on many properties, I have an idea of what somebody would look for in a property. And so I put myself in their shoes. If I was walking into this property, what would I want? Yeah.
0: I love that because, honestly, as you guys were talking about, it sounds like you've ha- had to learn how to communicate together and everything, but is this fun to be able to nerd out about these properties? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And to turn the ugly house is the most beautiful house on the street? Yeah. So I want to hear a little bit of what you're talking about, the design. Mm-hmm. Jason, you are over at the appliance outlet. You guys have several locations. Yeah. How do you guys use your outlet store with these remodels and the design?
2: A lot of the plants that we chose, we choose is all based on the design of the kitchen. Okay. Right? All of our kitchens that we do, they're all customs. Uh huh. So we don't do the box doors, the ready-to-go box cabinets. Yeah, yeah.
0: So everything's all
2: laid out on how we want it, and also for the vibe that we're going for. Okay. Because different brands will have different styles, and different colors. So so when we do our kitchen layout, so we kind of design. Okay, we want a wall oven with a microwave combo, in this unit. A nice countered up refrigerator or a bigger stove or smaller stove. Uh-huh. Just make sure that it gets it gets the good the layout of the kitchen. The kitchen is where a lot of people spend most of their time together. Yes. So for family-wise, you're cooking. You're yeah. Families are eating your meals from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So that's where the spot that needs to be highlighted.
0: You're able to bring these nice appliances and do a great design and and everything. I can see how people like walking and they're wowed by the kitchen.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Totally. Especially when we're walking, sometimes we're working with smaller square footage, right? And so we want to make sure that We are utilizing all of the space in in the right way. So instead of bringing a normal stove, we might do a cooktop, and then we might do some cabinets in the bottom for spices. So we really try to utilize what we have in appliances, and we just play a little bit of, oh, what do you think this will look, or brands too, because that's another big thing. Nowadays, everybody does look for a good brand in a flip because Let's say the fridge has been there for 10 years, so that fridge is probably going to go out once mm-hmm. you, you're you in there. Yeah. And so even though some of those properties, when we walk in, they have okay appliances, we do take them out, and we we put everything brand new.
0: Okay, so you're talking about these brands. What are, like, some of those brands that are cool, good quality?
2: Samsung's LG's are really good brands. Okay. Right? You get all the nice bells and whistles.
0: And that's for your dishwasher, yeah. or microwave. Do they do ovens?
2: They do okay. They do every single thing that you need for your appliance needs for your kitchen. Yeah. Oh, that's and the nice good. nice things for our our advantage, we we put in nicer, higher end of their brand. Uh huh. So it like it just pops.
1: Yeah. So when one of our flips, we have Kitchen Aid, and people love that because you don't see that in just a normal eighteen hundred square foot home mature House, you usually see more normal appliances, but everybody just loves that. They have the bigger fridge. They have the oven and microwave combo. Uh, They have the gas cooked up. And then we also add a beautiful wine fridge. uh, So those are the little things that we think about. Even if somebody don't drink wine or anything, they can use that as a drink fridge for anything.
0: anything. And so
1: that saves you so much space from your regular fridge into this smaller fridge.
0: Love it. I feel like the kitchen we've talked a little bit about that. What are other rooms that you do with remodels? Are you like taking down walls? Are you like, do you touch the bedrooms? Like, I just want to pick your guys' brains. This is a little how-to.
1: Yes, uh, we focus a lot, obviously, the master bedroom, the bathroom. So if there's a room, let's say there's a couple rooms right next to each other and there's just one bathroom in the same floor. So we're going to keep that one bathroom for the guests, but we're going to knock a wall down and make the other room be part of the master. We're going to make a huge bathroom because if you think about it, when you come home, usually you put your bag down and where do you go?
0: To your room. Yeah.
1: Right? And you want to make sure that you have the space and then the bathrooms are Gorgeous, beautiful with freestanding tubs, You can soak mm. in there from after a long day of work. And so that's just what we love. And so we just put him in, in there too.
0: So it sounds like you guys, with these flips, it's about quality. You aren't just trying to put the cheapest thing in.
1: No, we do spend a good amount of money to make sure that we are delivering something good. I've seen many flips throughout my years that, are not good quality they're just painting the tub and the tub was the one that was there forever long like the pink <laughs> yeah the pink and they just the painted it white yeah. yeah and so I don't want that like I think about if I'm gonna move in there what do I want what would I want you know my kids to be in mm-hmm. or us even being in the bathroom, so do I want to share my sink with him? Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: think so. so. That's just why we really focus on, like, quality. Yeah. You know, no, I love
0: hearing about the, just as you were talking, I picked up those little things. I'm like, as you're talking about the freestanding tub and everything, I'm like, oh, like, this isn't just, like, here's a flip. We put lipstick on a pig. Like, you're really putting the effort into it. To making it the most beautiful yes so what's your advice to someone that they have this desire to start doing flips what's the first thing they should do
1: so what i will say to somebody that wants to start their own flip is partner up with somebody that already has the knowledge the reason why is i've seen many people that want to get into flipping homes and they don't know that there's more than just one loan that you need um, you have your harmony lender. The harmony lender usually lends you in between eighty to eighty five percent of the purchase price. And then you have to either come up if you have the money with the fifteen percent or twenty percent to be able to close, right? To match that amount of the purchase price. And then you have your rehab that usually is another lender. So you have three different pieces, moving pieces that are crucial to be able to to be able to close on a transaction. Not a lot of people know that. A lot of people think that oh, just hard money lender, you close on the property. It's not like that. So partner up with somebody that does has the knowledge and has the time and the willingness to walk you through every single step of the way because there, there's a lot of things that come up by flipping a home. It could be time frame. It could be your subcontractors. Like you have so many people around you that you trust. And sometimes the people that you trust are the ones that could be the ones that fall behind and they are a little lazy in the mm-hmm. job. Yeah. So you need to make sure that you're hiring the right people in order for you to have the success that you're wanting.
0: You're talking about the different financing. That seems really intimidating to me. I'm like, oh, that right there would like make me not get started. But when you said to find someone that will take the time to walk you through all that, that makes it less intimidating. I'm like, oh yeah, if I could find a mentor. And I I feel like in your experience, have you found that people want to share their wisdom? Some yes,
1: some do, and some don't. The reasoning why is, if you're coming to somebody that has more than six properties, right, and then you want to pick their brain they already have six properties that they are running back and forth yeah. every single day. So for them, it's a little bit more difficult to say, okay, yes, come with me. Let's go through the process together. But it's also willingness, just like you said. Like, are there people willing? Some people, yes, are willing, but they always want something. Okay. It's, oh, I'll teach you, but you need to give me this. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do this, and then you give me that. So it's hard. And for me as an agent— Right, because I am an agent first. <laughs> I have always loved to teach people the ways to make money because there's so many ways. There's a lot of Latinos that have come to the United States to make the American dream, right? That's what they come. And a lot of people think that you can't buy a house because you don't have a social. You can't buy a house because you don't know. But for me, it gives me the power into no, yes, you can, and I can teach you how. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not gonna charge you a dime because if the person that taught me didn't charge me a dime, why would I do that? Yeah, yeah. And so you just have to find the, the person that is willing to do that.
0: So you love answering people's questions.
1: I do. That's cool. <laughs> and it's interesting because it could be like 11 p.m. somebody shoots me a text. I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. have, I don't have an issue. Well, if you text me at 1 in the morning, probably <laughs> I want to answer you <laughs> until the next day. But yes, sometimes I have different classes and I invite people into them. Uh-huh. And then I'll, I just teach them different things because investments are n- not only flipping homes.
0: So it's like anything with real estate? Yeah, exactly. Love it. As we're talking about money, and you talked about hard money, and that's something that I'm not really familiar with. So what's the advantages, disadvantages of hard money? Who wants to take this question? Jason looks like he <laughs> yes. wants
1: to take the question. Take the question. Hard money
2: is really good um, if you don't have to utilize it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Right? That way you don't have to go look for a traditional loan. With hard money, the, it does help offset a lot of the costs. That way you're not tying a lot of your funds into a project. Uh-huh. Because a lot of times the funds that you have, you need those funds for rehab. And that's where a lot of the funds that's going to accumulate quick right, when you're flipping a house. So regarding to hard money, hard money is really good overall. If you don't have, so hard money is always a good start. Then if you don't have funds to flip your your house, then that's where private money comes in place. That you need private money and you look for different investors are willing to help you with your project.
0: So is this sort of like every flip is different? Yes. So is that what you guys like about it? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're um, not watching this on video, you can't see, but they both like nodded in like <laughs> you guys are like next to each other. <laughs> I love that you guys nodded and said you like yes. Okay, yes. so like the problem. Tell me more about. That? what is it that's cool with this problem solving
1: it's like a puzzle right and then you're <laughs> looking for the pieces and sometimes they look like they're the ones and they're not uh-huh. <laughs> so with harmony just going back a little bit in the way that it, every single property is different just like jason's saying because every single harmony is different you have let's say a pie and everybody wants a piece of the pie but now you have to give some, like some hard money lenders will tell you you don't have to pay the interest until the end of the loan. Mm-hmm. And then you have other harmony lenders that say you have to make interest payments every month. So now it's a different, it's, that's the difference, right, with, yeah. with harmony, money. Everybody is going to charge you probably the same amount of interest and the same amount of points up front. But, and then you have your... Private lenders, and then sometimes those private lenders you let. I'm just throwing a number. You need fifteen uh, thousand $15, dollars to close on the property, but then you have one that has ten thousand, and then they're charging a percentage, and then you have another one that's giving you five thousand and charging you a percentage. So now you're making my brain <laughs> hurt. <already>. Yeah. <laughs> So now it's like you have to plug in the numbers to make sure you're profiting what you want to profit at the end of the day. So each property is different, just like Jason was saying, especially like purchase price, size, time. That's just what it is. You're not going to finish a house that is a thousand square feet at the same time that you're going to finish a 5,700 square feet home. Right. The goal is to be able to finish everything within less than six months from start start. To finish from purchase to sold, mm. so that's what it is.
0: I love it. I love your guys' passion for it because, like, seriously, when you're talking about all these different things, I'm like, that is not like where my brain would go the strength. <laughs> but I'm glad that it's your guys'. Yes,
2: yeah, we need experts <laughs> oh, like you
0: guys. Not only are you doing like a normal size house, you guys are doing luxury houses. So tell me about that.
1: Of lux- luxury homes, obviously we're jumping into a different market, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes a lot of people think a oh, luxury need means big homes, yeah, but not necessarily is what it means. Obviously, it's the location, the people mm-hmm. that is around you, and just trying to figure out if it's a good fit. A normal property, just like it is, gonna take you a little bit less time. And even though we put in a lot of details into our properties, a luxury home, it's similar, but with bigger appliances, more space, like more what you would want to see if you were seeing a $1.3 million house. Big windows, Mm -hmm. beautiful views. Yeah. So those are the things that that we focus on a lot. Our focal points. What are our focal points? Our kitchens, our master bedrooms, our bathrooms. Just making everything flow. And sometimes I've seen several luxury properties that have been flipped that are very basic. Mm -hmm. If you're going to spend a pretty good amount on a property that you're going to call home for many years and it's over a million dollars... You need to put in everything like if you're gonna live in that property.
0: As you were talking, I just was thinking about, I. there's a few Instagram influencers that I follow that they have these luxury homes that they have remodeled. And it seems like a lot of these luxury, luxury homes have great bones.
1: Mm-hmm. No, totally. And back in the day, the kitchens were boxes. Yes. You walked in tiny this tiny little room and it's a box and that's your kitchen. Nowadays, especially here in Utah, We have several families with a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. So nobody fits in that tiny little kitchen. Yes. What are we doing? We're taking those walls down. We're opening the whole floor plan and making sure that if you're watching the football game, they're watching the football Mm -hmm. game. If you're cooking, they know what you're cooking. Yeah, yeah. So that's like one of the, the biggest things for
0: us. I want to see pictures
2: of your guys' flips yeah. now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. It all comes down to the little details. Yeah. Even the floor. A lot of times when people do their flips, they put like just cheap vinyl floor. We do the LVPs. We do more of the waterproof, more texture on the floors. It comes down to the paint as well, texture on the, on the walls. Just the little details that that people don't really look at, but they do pay attention to.
0: And like what you're saying, when it's a million dollar house, like Mm -hmm. you expect those upgrades. And what was your tagline that you said that if we aren't going to live? I'm trying to picture myself
1: living in that property. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to just like paint it and cover the wallpaper. But wallpaper is coming out again. It's coming (laughs) back some of our properties, we have put some accent walls with wallpaper and everybody loves it.
0: It <laughs> is. It is. I'm picturing like my parents' house had like, this blue geese wallpaper that that has not made a no. comeback. <laughs> no,
1: that cannot come back. The stripy pink and white yeah. and flowers. Yeah. No, it was like pink, white and blue. <laughs> yeah. No, but at the end of the day is we want to deliver great properties that if I'm sitting in that couch. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. If I was the buyer of that property.
0: I want to hear m- more about these upgrades. What else are you doing to enhance the property?
2: Fireplace. That's one of them. So a lot of times, like the old homes, they have the old <laughs> fireplace, right? Yeah. So we changed that out to like the new electrical fireplace huh? that gives us the same heating without having the food, the wood spilling.
1: Yep. Burnt. And with this one, it, it makes them you know better because if you have kids usually just like i said everybody has kids in here if they come and they want to touch their settings where it's just it looks like it's on but it's not radiating any so they aren't burning they're not burning (laughs) their fingers yeah (laughs) so i think that's that's one thing another thing is windows back in the day how big were those windows i wouldn't even fit through those windows (laughs) You're very petite. But still, tiny little windows. So what we do is we make them big. We cut them out. We make sure that we're putting big windows. Because here in Utah, and during the winter, who wouldn't love watching a show or sitting in the living room? And it's snowing outside. You have your fireplace on. You're drinking some tea or coffee. And then just reading a book. That's
0: that's peaceful and beautiful at Mm -hmm. the same time. You're painting a great picture there I yeah
1: love I, it. I even picture myself reading a book and then drinking <laughs> some tea sir and saw and jason shoveling the driveway
0: <laughs> i love it you're in all cozy yeah. yeah exactly That's great um You're looking at these houses all the time, whether it's helping other people find properties as a real estate agent or being in the flipping community. So if someone comes to you with a property, how does that work?
1: So if somebody comes to me with a property, let's say this person is not an agent, Mm -hmm. then what I'll do is I will give them a finder's fee. It's a fee that person and I will uh, talk about and we agree on once the property is closed, the title company will send the money to them. So that way there is no miscommunication, you didn't pay me, things like that. If there's an agent that brings me a property that they found, either a pocket listing and the MLS, or something that I missed, and they said, hey, Angie, I have this property, you want to go see it? So I'll have them actually do a CMA for me, and then I'll have them represent me. They brought me the property, they keep the commission.
0: Awesome. Yeah, but uh, that sounds like you're very fair with everyone that you work with.
1: I Yes, I am. Because once again, I put myself in their shoes, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't want to take, I want to give.
0: Even just like sitting by you, I'm like, oh, you guys are great. And with that giving, you guys have uh, the appliance outlet, which has great discounts. And you aren't giving away for free, but they are getting a nice discount. So Jason, tell us about how many locations do you guys have?
2: We have four locations. Throughout the valley. Whoa. From all of us. How do you guys Orem. do this? <laughs> yeah.
0: Each of the
1: location have a managing partner. Okay. So that's why, because then Jason will have to split himself in one million pieces. Yeah. Even though we manage one ourselves, and we do split yes. ourselves <laughs> in one million pieces. But yeah, so each of the stores have a managing partner. And one of the things that we like to do is push clientele
0: to those areas. Yeah. And so, the, wait, the four locations, because I was talking, as you were saying, <laughs> where are your locations?
2: So, I got a in Ogden, down in Norham, West Valley, and West Jordan.
0: Okay. And these appliances, they're discounted because dents are the mix?
2: Yeah, sometimes. There's some imperfections, for sure, yeah. right? Sometimes they're on the front, sometimes they're on the side, sometimes mm-hmm. there's nothing on them at all. Really? Because a lot of times, our customers are just refusing their appliances because they got there too late,
0: uh, or they order their refrigerator, they
2: they told them that they'll be there on Friday delivery, then uh-huh. they get a call from Home Depot, say we're on back order for another two weeks. Or they find a better deal. Let's say they went to like my store, uh-huh. right? They find a better deal and so they just cancel their appliances where they purchase at. And that happens a lot.
0: Okay. I was recently a first-time buyer and it's like going and getting a house and having all that money go away at closing and then being like, oh man, I need a fridge. I need a washer and dryer. And to be able to get something and get that sometimes you, it doesn't even have any imperfections. That's amazing.
1: And one of the things is, like, when you're closing on a property, you're just so focused on closing on the property. And then you're like, oh, I just got here. I need a washer and dryer. This yeah. washer. I need everything. <laughs> you're Where like, do I go?
0: You're like, oh, great. I have this kitchen, but no fridge. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I can't pull my foot on the cooler.
0: <laughs> okay. The appliance outlet. You guys need to go check it out. A plug there for that. And my last question for you guys. When you started dating and were you guys like, hey, let's do these flips together? Yep. So
1: I brought the idea to him. I'm like, do you want to start doing flips? And then he's okay. He, with the mind of a business person and the growth, then he was very open to that. And I was like, okay, let's figure this out. And we just wanted a property and didn't work out our very first one. You know, it just, the timing wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And then we got a second one where that one didn't work out because... Now he understood a little bit more of what a flip was, what the process was. And then since then, it's just worked out perfectly.
0: So is going with that first flip that didn't work out, what's your advice to someone listening if maybe their first thing is a bust?
2: So I think really a lot of times like when you get into your flipping houses is really educate yourself. Okay. Educate yourself on how to flip work, how to get the money. And also how to negotiate terms, because mm-hmm. a lot of times with the private money they'll just throw a number out, and it's outrageous. They think that if they lend you twenty thousand dollars, they'll make forty thousand dollars back, That's like double, mm. which doesn't work that way, right? So there's negotiation on terms, because at the end of the day you got to make sure that you're profiting, okay, yourself, and also make sure you have the right crew in place. Biggest thing is not having a general contract does everything for you is make sure that you do subs out. That's what you make that's where you can control your guys a little better and getting the project done time and matter.
1: Yeah. Another thing that I will say is uh, location. Because you can find a distressed property anywhere. But the location is what's gonna do it, right? If you look at a house, let's say up up high in shore house area then that's a very desirable area. So now you're competing with not just one offer that is you, but like another one. Mm -hmm. So you're competing with five and you have to make sure that you know your numbers right. And so when we got our first house under contract together, there was way too many offers. And even though we were able to reduce the price fairly good, we decided that it wasn't really a fit due to where the house was located. And sometimes... You get excited for buying a house, and then you buy the house in the wrong street, and then the house sits. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to, you know what, this is not going to be a good cool fit. We pulled out, and then, like a month later, mm-hmm. we found one of our first flips. Yeah.
0: Like, before you found that flip, were you guys at all, like, discouraged? This isn't going to be our thing, or? No. No, because you just knew.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Once again, because I've been working with a lot of investors and I've seen like the, it works, it doesn't work. And so in my mind, I was just very positive. It's going to work out. It's going to be the right property at the right time. And then we landed the right property at the right time. So...
0: I feel like that's a great note to end on. If you've been listening to it, to Angie and Jason and you're like, man, I want to do this. When they're talking about the numbers, you're getting excited and you're like, that makes sense to me. Then this is your sign to take that leap and do your first flip. And like Angie said, she loves the questions. So make sure to look at the show notes. You'll be able to get Angie and Jason's contact information and also where all the locations to the appliance outlet. But thank you guys for sharing your wisdom, because I really feel like these flips that you're talking about, they sound so rewarding to you. Yes, no, it's been great. And my last advice to all your listeners is remember to stay stunning.